Hey you, today we are talking about three mindfulness practices to reduce stress when setting and achieving new goals. Whether it's because it's a brand new year or because you are just ready to take steps towards new habits to build who you are meant to be and to step into your potential and grow, then this episode is for you. Hey friend, welcome to Awakened and Unfiltered, where I help you find empowerment in your journey towards personal and spiritual growth. My name is Maudie. I'm a grief survivor turned intuitive medium and mindset coach. I'm a wife and fur mom. I love God, but I've had my own personal misalignment with some of the church messages. I know what it's like to feel stuck in a cycle of frustration, impatience, and numbness. I know what it's like to Cry out to heaven, feeling unsure of who you're supposed to be and how you're supposed to be that. I know your empathy, your worry for everyone else more than yourself. I tried to filter myself, put on a happy face, look for external love to make me feel whole, but it just left me feeling lost, angry, and disconnected. I finally realized I needed to step into my true authentic self, let go of society's expectations, and lean into love and curiosity. I'm still learning to trust my intuition and align my everyday battles with my purpose and goals. Care to come along this journey together? It's time for that much-needed break. Take a deep breath, put your headphones in, and let's go on a walk. There's no one-size-fits-all at the Awakened and Unfiltered podcast. Happy New Year, friend. Today is day one of 2024. And with that, There is such a unique energy in the air. We as a unit, as a whole, you know, on earth, we are all in this energy of excitement and of growth. We are all looking forward to see what our highest potential could be. How can we grow both ourselves and sometimes as units, you know, as a family, as a team, as a company as whatever we are looking to expand ourselves and to be more than what we already are and I think that's such a beautiful thing and I think that when one person builds themselves and tries to push themselves to improve to any capacity to improve their ability to create and to improve their happiness and to feel more in alignment with their day-to-day life, I think that's beautiful because I think that it's a trickle effect. And I think if more of us do it, then mankind and the human race as a whole is improving their creativity and their um, happiness and their alignment and their expansiveness. There is just so much that one person can do to shift the entire energy, right? If we as a collective can all lift ourselves up, then, I mean, everyone benefits. And I love to look at it that way. But the truth is that even for myself, a huge perfectionist, um, we often set these goals that are amazing goals and they're directed in the right way. But what happens is we start to stress ourselves out because 
Maybe we let ourselves down or we put too high of expectations on ourselves or we just don't offer ourselves grace. There, you know, on the last day of the year, we are putting all these goals into place. And the truth is that we don't know all the obstacles that we are going to run into. And so a lot of different things can appear and start to cause us a lot of stress. One, just like daily responsibilities. We have work. We have a family. Maybe we have school. Maybe we have um, unfortunate loss in the family or loss of a job or whatever comes up. It comes up and our goals are now harder to complete or they're harder to stick with the habits that we really want to build. And that's what this episode is all about. Today, we are going to be talking about three different mindfulness practices to reduce stress when you're setting and when you're achieving the goals that you set for yourself, whether it be for a new year or for a random day in the year. So number one, I really want to talk to you about recognizing triggers because here's the thing, friend. When you are experiencing stress, it is so much harder to solve the stress when you're in the middle of it. And it's a whole lot easier to prepare for stress before it comes or to recognize the triggers. And so what's important and what I really want you to practice doing from here on out is recognizing when something is triggering to you. And when I say triggering, I want when something is causing you stress. So like commonly on the days that you wake up and check your phone right away, is it when you answer 10 phone calls before 10 a.m.? What is the trigger that is causing the stress? Because look, I've been there, done that. I will be in the middle of a complete breakdown. Like I am stressing out. Nothing's working out the way I wanted it to. I'm trying to control the result. And I end up trying to now control that stress. And it's almost impossible. Like nine 99% of the time, I need to just go to sleep, try again tomorrow because I am not getting anything done. I'm not successful when I'm stressed out. I'm not efficient, effective. I'm none of the things that I want to be. I'm not getting any closer to my goals when I'm stressed about them. Okay. So it's really important to recognize this thing commonly stresses me out. Now that I recognize the trigger, what can I do to adapt to that trigger? So maybe I get stressed out every single day that I wake up and I check my phone immediately. So now I'm going to adapt to that trigger and I'm going to make sure that I am, you know, waking up, maybe having a cup of coffee, I'm going on a daily walk outside or I'm journaling, I'm reading, whatever I'm doing, whatever my goal is, maybe I'm going to put that now above checking my phone. So my phone is not going to be touched in the morning until this happens. I mean, of course, besides turning off the alarm, but you get the idea. 
It's about recognizing what the trigger is and now adapting to that trigger in order to reduce stress the next time it happens. Because here's the thing, friends, mindfulness is all about learning more about yourself. It's about self-awareness. It's about recognizing yourself and learning more about you. So number one, recognizing triggers. Number two, the second mindfulness practice is reframing your thoughts. This is one that is really hard to do, but once you get on the habit of it, it's really hard to break. Okay, so when I say reframing your thoughts, what I mean is that a lot of us will create these goals and we create them off of like negative connotation. Like we put ourselves down to chase them. So instead of like saying, I want to be more fit, we'll say, I am not fit enough. And that, like just that little bit of wording, they mean the exact same thing. You can argue, but the problem is that they are feeding your energy in two very different ways. Just think about it. Saying, I want to be more fit. Think about how that feels. How does that resonate? And then right after, say, I am not fit enough. You see how the second one, like, brings you down. It feels, like, less aligned. It just, like, I don't know. It's, like, harder to breathe when you say it. That is the power of reframing your thoughts to cause less stress. So another one, um, and it's really important to think that, is like, I feel better when I do this. I feel better when I meditate. Rather than saying, I'm not meditating enough. I'm not sleeping enough. I'm not journaling enough. This, this pressure on yourself to do something every single day or this pressure to do something enough to be perfectly measured causes stress. Rather, it's more important to wake up and say, I feel better when I journal, so I'm going to journal right now. Rather than going to bed that night and being frustrated with yourself and saying, I'm not doing this enough, and it just causes more stress. And again, we go back to that circle where we're not effective, we're not successful, we're not changing because All we're doing is motivating ourselves through stress. We're motivating ourselves through negativity and talking down to ourselves rather than looking at the other side of it on the other side of the spectrum and saying, I feel better when I do this. So I'm going to do this. And this all goes back to this idea of gratitude and gratitude has such powerful energy because it shows gratitude to God, to your, you know, your spirit guides. It shows gratitude to yourself and that feels good. So saying, I get to go read today. You know, I get to go on a walk today. I get to spend time with my family today rather than I have to stay home with the kids or I have to go to work today. Or I have to go to the gym because I said I would on my New Year's resolution. You feel the difference? Like just that I get to 
I feel better when I do. I want to be better. It just feels better. So really take the time to reframe your thoughts in a way that feel positive and feel uplifting rather than in a way that causes you to feel like you're not amounting up to enough. That makes you feel like your um, need to improve rather than get to improve, right? So those negative thought processes and those, like they cause you to feel more stress. So to reduce stress, we're going to recognize the trigger and it's how I speak to myself. It's how I frame my thoughts and I'm going to adapt to a more positive framework, a more positive thought process. Number three, find your center. Okay, finding your center is one that sometimes causes a lot of problems in families and in friendships because I may say, um, again, I've been using the gym in all of these, but let's say um, that I feel like I'm not going to the gym at all. You know, I'm going into the new year and I don't go to the gym at all. And my new year's goal or my new habit that I want to build up is to go to the gym every day. You see how I went from one extreme to the other extreme. And a lot of people will say that absolutely will not work. But the truth is that you may be required to move from one extreme to the other extreme, to swing from left to right, and then back from right to left and keep going until you find your center. Okay, so it's not uncommon to do so. So I may not be successful in going to the gym every single day and I may get tired of it and I might stop going altogether and I might go back to that extreme. And then eventually, you know, I'll miss the gym for a few months and then I'll go back to the other extreme and I'll start going all the time. And it's just about um, embracing that extreme, not necessarily accepting the extreme, but moving from left to right, swinging left and right until you find your center. What feels good that's not causing you stress of too much time at the gym or stress of too little time at the gym? Like where is your personal center? Because your center is not the same as everyone else's center. So, you know, for example, my husband, he can probably actually go to the gym six to seven times a day or six to seven times a week. That is 100% not my center, and that's perfectly fine. But maybe I had to experience going to the gym every day with him and then taking a day off this week. And then next week, maybe I take two days off until I figure out, like, what feels best for me? What is the right number for me? Where is my center? And that's just the gym. But really, this can apply to so many different aspects of life. You know, I think that meditation is great. I think prayer is great. I think journaling, walking in nature, there are so many beautiful things that are encouraged in spirituality, both in and out of religion. But sometimes we stress ourselves out by trying to achieve those or to like follow through with those habits. And now they're not 
effective anymore. So if we can reduce stress around these topics, then maybe they could be more effective in our lives. Maybe they can actually calm our minds. Maybe they can actually help us in making more clear decisions. Maybe it can help us with feeling less stressed, right? Because at the end of the day, we have to recognize when we are both setting goals and when we're achieving goals, when do we push ourselves versus when do we hold back, right? And it's all about these same three things, recognizing triggers, reframing our thoughts, finding our center. We can't always be pushing because as soon as we find that we're encouraging ourselves through negativity, then again, we're causing stress. We're no longer effective. We're no longer successful. But when we can flip that switch and we can know when to hold back, when we can encourage ourselves with positivity because we're framing our thoughts that way, we're recognizing our triggers and we're reducing them, we're finding our center, we're finding what is the perfect blend, the perfect balance for us. Now we're successful. Now we are actually seeing some type of leveling up or some type of um, heightened vibration because we are aligned now. We are aligned with what we are trying to improve. Now we are on the same vibration as that rather than fighting that but hugging it at the same time. Friends, again, happy new year and I wish you the utmost success in your new goals and in your new habits that you're forming and the building upon yourself that you are in the middle of. There's so much greatness for you to come and I would love to invite you over to our Facebook group where you can come and share what goals you have. What are you personally trying to achieve right now and What is causing you stress to achieve that goal? I would love to hear from you. Hey friend, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's show or if you learned something new, can you do me a favor? Will you head over to iTunes and search for Awakened and Unfiltered? Leave a review and subscribe to the channel. I'd be so grateful and I'd love to connect with you over on social media. My username is at awakened and unfiltered. I'll see you soon. Sending love and abundance until next time.